You're about to enter Nowhere, California. If you like what you hear, please search for us on iTunes. Uh, look at Nowhere, California, all one word. You can also find us on Facebook.com slash Nowhere, California. Please hit like. And as always, we are very hungry for your feedback. So if you have any requests or anything like that, please send your love, your hate, or your apathy to Nowhere underscore California at Yahoo.com. Dude, where's the remote? Huh? Oh, I can't find the remote. Where's the fucking remote? It was in the, probably the couch that vanished, dude. Yes, look at, for that on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's time for another reissue. Yes, you stepped in another pile of reissue. We'll give you a moment to let you scrape that off your shoe. Ew. Yeah. It's kind of weird. We've kind of gone from making it the combo book stance of reissuing stuff to negative. Kind of, <laughs> yeah. It's like... We're bored. We have no ideas. I got, I got to a point where I'm tired of hearing my own voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, we're bored. We're tired. We don't want to do another regular episode, so you get a I'm rerun. Like, oh, here, here you go. We're like pretentious TV take, networks. Yeah, yeah, take this in the corner and play with it. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of TV networks, yeah. we're going to uh, jump back to our episode 14 where we were talking about movies that were based on TV shows and vice versa, TV shows based on movies. Mm-hmm. Very recently... They just announced that there's going to be a Chips movie. And I didn't even know this was going to happen until I read this article. Uh, Dax Shepard is uh, lined up to write, direct, and star. He's playing the Larry Wilcox character. Uh, and Michael Pena is going to be Punch. Yeah, you're, you're thinking Starsky and Hutch? Yeah, either... Uh, yeah, yeah, something, something yeah. there about... Well, luckily... I read the article. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be slapsticky. It's not gonna be a detriment to the legacy of the show. It's not gonna be a Starsky and Hutch. It's gonna be more of, like they said, it's gonna be more kind of eighteen Lethal Weapon esque. Well, that's good because I certainly wouldn't want to see another twenty one, twenty two jump straight. You and me both. This is Phil and this is Josh and welcome to Nowhere, California. Well, folks, Josh is officially a geezer like me. He's hit the big three zero. Uh, and it feels awkward. <laughs> it gets easier, buddy. Hopefully. Is that a gray hair? It's several. Oh. <laughs> and stop looking at my pubes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Anywho, um, uh, from what I understand, you went to, for your birthday, you went to Hollywood last month? Yeah, uh, the day before my birthday, actually, I oh. headed to Hollywood and crashed at my friend, uh, our friend Doug's place, and we headed out to the John Lovitz uh, Comedy Club. To see the Hollywood Babylon podcast recorded with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. Oh, sweet! It was pretty cool, and it was interesting to see how the professionals do it. Oh God! Yeah. Uh, oh, really? You mean they're not they're they're not in their mother's uh, mother's spare room? No, they they upgraded. They went to the uh, John Lovitz Club. But hey, we upgraded here too. We got a new microphone. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It looks like it's going to kill us. Yeah, yeah. It looks like the dude from Portal, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But more uh, on the Hollywood Babylon thing. It was really cool. Didn't see that live and everything. They did mention me in an email I sent to them and blah, 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 blah. Oh, did they really? That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah, and then afterwards got to meet one of the hosts, uh, Ralph Garman. The, Is that the Joe Schmo dude? Yeah, Joe Schmo host. Uh, several voices on uh, Family Guy. Oh, sweet. And he's also on the Kevin Bean uh, radio show. Um, when I got to talk to him and everything, it was pretty cool. I told him about the podcast, the whole Mountain Over California and everything. Showed him the mug shots. Oh, he did. What did he say? Oh, he loved them. He was. He thought they were makeup, and then I told him, "No, all computer generated." And he was like, "Really?" So, big props to Bianca on that one. Yeah. Wow. That that he, just made my day. Yeah. So he, he was cool about it and everything. So, 
that's pretty much it. Um, well, I did fair. that for the day before my birthday, then went to Long Beach the day after, and yeah. that's about it. <clears throat> wow, man, that's pretty eventful, and not to mention, I mean, that's uh, very flattering if, uh, you know, a pro podcaster is saying, hey, keep it up. So. Yeah, definitely, and All yeah, right. and then I got home from Long Beach, and... Finally got around to cleaning some stuff out of my DVR. Finally finished up the Napoleon Dynamite cartoon. Oh, the, wait, there was a Napoleon Dynamite cartoon? Yeah, uh, I think they finished the first season. Wait, oh my god. <laughs> my god, it is astounding what, um, you know, what gets spawned from, um, you know, movies. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what, what television shows are uh, inspired from it. And uh, that being said, uh, that's uh, basically the subject of our show today. Josh and I will be talking about <clears throat> our favorite uh, TV television shows that came from movies. And then vice versa. Yeah. We're going to talk about our favorite, uh, quickly, you know, shoot out our favorite and our, our worst. Because this is Nowhere California and we always have to make sure we mention our least favorites. So. Yeah. we, we got to cover our bases. So I'll, I'll go ahead and start, Big yeah. Well, this probably won't come to a surprise to Josh or to myself. I, my personal favorite television show to ever be spun from a movie is The Real Ghostbusters. Call me shocked. Yeah, <laughs> spun off from the 1984 um, film of the same name. Well, not The Real Ghostbusters, but Ghostbusters. Yeah. But, I, uh, regardless of the fact that the animation was different, you know, the colored uniforms and, uh, you know, the uh, cartoon characters really looked nothing like their movie counterparts. The characters remained intact. And uh, the show, the cartoon, may not be canon with the movies, but it just managed to really go on its own path, and it was just, well, it's the perfect cartoon for me. It was on par with Transformers oh, yeah. and G.I. Joe. Perfect. You know, that's yeah. that's the way I feel on it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, um, my worst, um, it is a tie. It is, a, for the worst thing uh, to have come from a movie is a tie between uh, the animated cartoons of Rambo and Robocop. Yeah. Who yeah. the hell thought that was a good idea to make, um, you know, a hard uh, hard R-rated action-adventure uh, movie into a cartoon? Well, Granted, because mm-hmm. of the action-adventure, but... Well, you got to get kids ready for the violence when they get to the age where they have to sneak the R-rated movies around their parents. Well, yeah, I understand that, but the thing is, it wasn't as if uh, RoboCop was uh, taking out his little, you know, computer, you know, uh, ice pick thing from his fist and cutting out people's throats. That would fucked up Saturday morning. Yeah, he, uh, we would have loved to have seen that, but uh, I didn't. Uh, no, all the violence was kind of dumbed down. Uh, I, the animation was beautiful, uh, just like most, uh, uh, you know, television shows of the, 1980, uh, the 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah. um, but, um, you know, uh, RoboCop now shoots lasers instead of bullets, so now he stuns his enemies, and yeah. I'm like, no! Unless he got the whole lightsaber effect to it, where it just rips right through him and cauterizes the wound. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that's one thing, but no, no, these guys just get stunned. Uh, I mean, I see them going down, and the thing is, they're awake later. I'm like, oh, that's disappointing. Does that mean tasers to puss? Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and all, as far as Rambo goes, that's another thing. He was kind of an anti-hero in the first movie. You know, and there's no blood in the cartoon. But of course, you know, that's 80s and 90s. We don't want to see that shit. No, yeah. No, no. I mean, uh, they could have probably released a more adult-oriented one today, you know, made like an anime out of it or something like that. But well, in the world of Adult Swim, Comedy Central's cartoons, and even G4's 
yeah, Marvel anime. It's the norm. Yeah. It's the norm now, but it wasn't back uh, back in the day. Uh, but it's funny, you know. Rambo would do the same kind of thing. You know, he'd, uh, I guess he worked for the government, and he'd take out the bad guys. And at the very end, he had like a little PSA message. And, but the problem is, Rambo was like totally articulate. But I can understand. You don't. Know, yeah, yeah, you don't exactly. You don't exactly want to hear. Uh, you know, Rambo going. Uh, yeah, drink your milk and eat your veggies, kids. <laughs> yeah, but you know. Uh, that that whole thought is just absurd to me. I mean, wh- what if they made like a, I don't know a a die a, a Die Hard or Terminator movie or, or a Terminator cartoon? Hell, the Punisher. They could yeah. <laughs> oh, Punisher yeah. cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't let people fuck with you, kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm gonna blow you the fuck up. Yeah. And drink your milk. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the world, kids. Yeah. But what's your okay? So that's that's my take. Uh, do you have any thoughts about my picks, dude? No, you got you had some good picks there, and like I said too, you're right on point with Rambo and Robocop. There are rated movies. Mm-hmm. Why spin them off into kids' cartoons? <laughs> Honestly, that would not happen today because too many parents would be like, no, no. You, you can't make Wolverine into a cartoon because he's white Exactly. It'd be awesome. Oh yeah. But that's also too, like you said, it's the commonplace now. The whole fact of the matter is it's commonplace because those kids in the 80s and 90s that had to grow up with those bullshit cartoons, yeah. they want to see the real shit now in cartoons. Yeah, they do. Uh, it's kind of a, a letdown thing. It's kind of like, oh, goody, I enjoyed the RoboCop show, and then you see it, and there he is blowing people's heads off. Yeah. <laughs> or it's the warped kid you see on the news going off killing people. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Hell, damn. Okay. Yeah. But to me, it's interesting how sometimes Hollywood just cannot come up with an original idea for mm-hmm. them. Selves. This way of life doesn't end in the box office or in the theaters. It's made its way to the small screen, as we just started discussing right now. Do you remember Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Oh, yeah, that was a success. Do you remember My Big Fat Greek Life? No. Because that, that it was fucking stupid. <laughs> yes. Some just don't transfer well. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, during uh, the research and dart throwing, I stumbled across the fact that Animal House and Ferris Bueller had their own TV Spinoffs. I was shocked to find that out when you sent me the sent me the site. What was that? Late nineties or something like that? Uh, for Bueller no, no, no. or for Bueller, it was early nineties. Right? Yeah, no, actually, it was late eighties. Oh, late eighties. Yeah. Okay. And for Animal House, it was early seventies. Animal House was known as Delta House on TV. Oh well, that's probably why it was hard to find. Yeah, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off was known as well. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> uh, so he had a day off the whole week. Yeah, every every week. Well, that's just. Negligent. Negligent, yeah. Yeah, that's the word. Negligent, there you go. (laughs) Yeah, the parents. Why why is he never in school? Man, if he could fool them that much, God, that's dumb. And, you know, he can't be, you know, wasting all his money on all those damn sleeping puppets. Yeah, exactly. I mean, does he bribe his sister every episode? What's the deal? Um, I don't really remember that, but Mm. speaking of his sister. Oh, yeah. Do you remember who she was played by? Oh, uh, she was the one from Dirty Dancing, right? No, in the TV form. Oh, in TV form. No, who was it? Jennifer Aniston. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it was Jennifer Aniston playing Ferris Bueller's sister. Wow. Well, I guess she did jump uh, from uh, television show to television show until she finally found friends. Yep, and she was happy on that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, basically, Bill started out with his favorite, and I'm going to start out with my least favorite. Alrighty. And for my least favorite movie transfer to a TV show, it's going to be kind of a shocker. Mm-hmm. Because... This one, it only aired a few episodes in ABC in the year 2000, and all the blame lays at the feet of the network. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the cartoon version of Clerks. Wait, you hate that? 
Yep, the chemistry with Clerks one, I know it's a shock. That that is. Yeah. Anything that's titled, uh, you know, that's uh, anything titled Kevin Smith, you usually on board. Yeah. Oh, I'll admit, I do own the DVDs of the show. I did watch the two. Yes, I did say two episodes that aired on ABC. Oh yeah, Josh, you hate it. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, let me finish, dumbass. <laughs> all right, all right. Kevin and his crew did what they could with what the network system would allow them to, mm-hmm. and this. Basically, from this back pull from IMDb shows how ABC didn't exactly know what they were buying into. The fact states, when the studio bought the series, they apparently did not realize that Jay and Silent Bob are drug dealers. Watch the fucking movie, dumbasses. Oh, God. When they were informed, the studio execs insisted that they be changed, and the two became firecracker dealers for the cartoons. Ooh. Oh, my God. Makes it the edge of a My Little Pony. Did you, did you say ABC? Yes, ABC. You know, what the fuck were they thinking? I mean, did they ever see the movie, or did they just see Jay and Silent Bob and go, Marketable! Yeah, that's probably what they saw, because about that time, Clerks was really getting their cult status going. Yeah. Like, oh, we're on this. Oh, my God. It was only only two episodes ever actually aired. There were six episodes total, only two actually aired. Oh, jeez. Yeah. With that out there, I can say, if there was a strong cartoon showing on Comedy Central minus South Park... Or even in Adult Swim, hell, if Fox would have given the show a shot, I think Clark's animated series would might have stayed around a little longer than the six episodes. It's not basically was given an unfair chance. Yeah, the networks, honestly, the best way to hear the explanation of everything that happened, get your hands on the cartoon, because it's good. It's, it's good for a laugh, and also to listen to the commentary. Because Kevin Smith and crew do go through the commentary, they do not say ABC by name because they could get sued. Yeah. But they do explain what the fuck happened. Yeah, they just uh, quote mark the network. Oh, well, I guess since uh, the shocker of Clerks being my least favorite out there now. Yeah, yeah. Might as well just go with my favorite now, which won't really shock people because yeah. it's MASH. Oh, you like MASH, huh? Yeah, the series that was based on the movie of the same name in the 1970s. Oh, sweet. This show was way before its time in the 1970s, and honestly, looking back at the episodes now, I don't think that it would survive in this ultra-PC world. Not not really, uh, because of, um, well, yeah, well, you can't make light of a war or yeah. something like that. And um, Well, like the episode where uh, Colonel Blight dies, that would go over like a freaking lead balloon, a popular character getting offed. Yeah, exactly. That, that was the series finale, wasn't it? No, that was, I, if I remember correctly, it was the season finale of... Season three. Oh, okay. That was one like one of the biggest shocking moments. Yeah, that was the first, like one of the first episodes where the fans were just like, "Whoa!" and the critics were like, "This is a good show." Yeah, people uh, people kept tuning in. I mean, it was uh, it was something else. Yeah, I just recently finished the whole series. No kidding. Like the series finale, I think still stands as one of the top rated. Series finales of all time. Yeah, because they were all going home, right? Yeah, it was the end of the war. And the war, and it had its ups and downs. It was a two-hour uh, series finale. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, on one of the documentaries on the special features on the disc, yeah, even mentioned that the water level rose. I think they said about 11 p.m. in New York because, like, it was right after the show ended. Oh, everybody sat through the entire show, and then they needed to be like crazy. Oh my God, that is just priceless. Yeah. Um, so, is it safe to say that um, the um, the television show maybe surpassed the film? In some um, ways, what? Yeah, well, I I'll have to admit this. Um, I haven't really watched the movie. You're kidding me. 
I, I'm a little fearful. I, like I said, I just finished the whole series. I own the entire series. And uh-huh. it's just like I'm kind of a little leery about jumping into the movie thinking, oh, this ain't the show. Well, there's no excuse. Well, yeah, it's, it's probably never going to be the show. But wait, yeah. you said the movie comes with the box set? Yeah, it does come with the box set. Well, dude, you should really uh, give it a look. I mean, I, look, I, I only know of the series, right? Yeah. But um, if I were you, I would give it a look. I mean, you know what, is it the same characters, different characters? Or? No, it's basically the same characters, not the same people playing. There's Hawkeye, there's uh, Trapper, there's Colonel Blake, Hot Lips, uh, Frank Burns. Hell, the guy that plays Radar in the movie uh-huh. plays Radar in the TV series. Okay, now, since we're moving past the movies that made their way to TV shows, let's yeah. flip the script and talk about TV shows that made their way to the big screen. All right. Do you think that people that make up movie ideas just get paid by the hour? <laughs> Why do you ask? Uh, I don't think they do because in some years they just, it seems like they just pick up the TV guide and just go, hey, let's make that a new movie, like such as Beavis and Butt Idea America and the Brady Bunch movie. You know, that's kind of probably what they uh, did, but I think uh, some like, uh, it's like with the older TV guides, yeah. like when they made the A-Team and shit. Oh, like yeah, that. yeah, definitely. And Lionel Lost. And the movie makers just don't stretch their imagination. No, they just, they're just at home in their apartments looking at old TV guys, which is just sad. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have to give the Jackass guys a little bit of an audible mention. Oh? They just stuck to their formula, mm. but just cranked it up. <laughs> Cranked? Yeah, it's funny, funny you say that, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, if yeah. you want to take a double entendre from that cranked comment. <laughs> well, give them some of the stuff they've done. Yeah. Yeah. And well, with that, on to the important stuff. I'll start off with my least favorite again. All right. And this is going to be kind of a group award, like the past episode for shit movies. You gave the group award to those spoof movies, like yeah. disaster movies. Yeah, scary I movie, did. Which I did happen to read, Scary Movie 5 is coming. Oh, shit. Well, yeah. you know, sometimes you just have to do it as a tiebreaker and clump them as a whole because they're the same goddamn movie. Yes. You know? <laughs> like these movies. Uh, Any of the SNL movies. Oh, no. no. I mean, those are the worst. TV to theater crossovers. Well, I'll agree with you there. You know, I really do because, I, you know, Night at the Roxbury, uh, Stewart saves his family. I kind of liked Coneheads, but that's not saying much. Yeah, well, you mentioned a couple that are already on my list, like Wayne's World 2, because Wayne's World 1, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll let that by. Wayne's World 2, it's Pat, Stewart saves his family, and the ladies' man, just to name a few, like Night at the Roxbury. Night at the Roxbury is goofy, but come on. You know, it's really When's the Mango movie coming? Then? Yeah. You know, it's Pat really just put me, it up. <laughs> it put me to sleep. I, you know, you cannot milk that joke an entire two-hour movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I do have to say that Chris Barley and Phil Hartman get a pass from me. Yeah. Because those two were geniuses. I've told people before, mm-hmm. I'll put it to wax here. Chris Barley was still alive right now. I swear he'd be doing dramas. And just expanding completely. The dude had it in him. Yeah. He probably would have lost all that weight on Jonah Hill. Yeah. And Phil Hartman, honestly, the dude would be going up for Oscar. Oh, God, yeah. He'd definitely be up for an Oscar by now. Yeah. And then also, too, i got to give MacGruber a pass because that movie, for what the skit was and what they were able to pull off, is such an underrated movie. You know what? To tell you the truth, uh, that was based off SNL? Yeah, it was. MacGruber may have actually been its one success. Yeah, and it didn't. It wasn't really a success though. It was the success came from the fact that it was usually a skit that was in between skits. Yeah, 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 exactly. But uh, you know, making fun of MacGyver, which I did grow up on, it oh, was yeah. very. It was a good spoof of MacGyver. It was. Yeah. It was very funny, and the uh, uh, the guy was just as goofy as all shit. I actually, uh, like I said, I don't own the movie MacGruber. Yeah, I know. but I wouldn't mind owning it. <laughs> yeah, it was not that bad. It, 
I actually did, I was rolling a couple times, but yeah. once again, I am just a sick bastard. Well, that's what we're here for. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and now for my favorite, which okay. won't be too big of a shock to anybody on this one again, mm -hmm. it, the Simpsons movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was it was very tasteful. I love the way they worked in the advertisements. Yep, that's right. Advertisements are in the movie. Yeah, uh, and I, I had to make this choice for two reasons. Mm -hmm. First, I love the show, and if you don't love the Simpsons, you can move back to France, you assholes. Yes. And now the important reason. Mm -hmm. Everyone that was a part of this movie, making this movie, doing voices, they wanted to make sure it was done right. Mm -hmm. They started the script in 2003, probably even earlier than that, and they went through 158 drafts of the script. They knew the fans would want blood if this movie got screwed up. <laughs> and they did a great job. Basically, they did an extended episode in the theaters, mm -hmm. with uh, Marge swearing, Homer flipping the bird, and, uh, well, Bart's cock. Bart's cock really threw me for a loop. But I think that is just the genius writing of Matt Groening. Exactly. The uh, genius writing of all of them. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. Um, I, I don't mean to take credit from the... I know that but I'm also, right. Matt Groening was probably in that meeting going, oh, is he Bart's cock? Yeah. <laughs> that must have been a fun meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Matt needs his meds again. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. No, I don't mean to discredit the other writers. I mean, it's the other writers that are keeping the show going. Uh, but, you know, just props on the creator. Yeah. Um, uh, like I said, when The Simpsons ever leaves, uh, a little part of me will die as well. I think a little part of everybody's going to die. Yeah. And with The Simpsons movie, I will honestly admit this. This is what other TV, TV shows that are going to try to cross over to movies should shoot for. Exactly. So what's your... Well, two cents on yours. Well, two cents on mine. Yeah. Um, uh, you mean my preferences? Or well, your, your choices for uh, best and worst uh, TV shows crossed over to movies. Well, I think you set me up for this one. Um, I recently uh, saw, uh, in my opinion, the, the, the best uh, TV to movie transition, and that would have to be The Three Stooges. I haven't had a chance to see that one yet. Oh, man, maybe. you really should. Uh, I'm a Fairly Brothers fan, so I'll throw that there, too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like anybody says, you know, they said that uh, this was supposed to be a love letter to the Stooges, and you know what? Uh, it really is. Um, <clears throat> I would almost uh, believe that the actors actually channeled... Uh, yeah, I would believe that the actors actually channeled the original Three Stooges, and they were on along for the ride. It was... Um, it was that spot on. Nice. I mean, I wasn't watching people pretending to be the Three Stooges. I, I felt like I was watching the Three Stooges. Everything down to their little, their, 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 their little nicks, their little dances. And even uh, there's this part, um, I, I'm sure you've probably heard about it, where they're in a hospital and they have a pee fight with infants. You know, instead of a pie fight, your traditional pie fight, they're holding up and having, they're using little, these little newborn babies as guns and shooting piss at each other. Wow. Oh, <laughs> my God. And there's this one part now where Mo and I can see the actor almost trying to sustain laughter, but Mo's, Mo's got a kid's, you know, way, you know, pointing, pointed at uh, Larry's head. And he, goes, <laughs> he goes, all right, put him down. And he, because Larry's got got one and so Larry puts him down and he goes alright slide him over and he's sliding the kid over and now he's got two wings two, two kids with wings <laughs> uh, the rest of it it's uh, I mean it, it's got it's got some you know a little off color humor here or there uh, but the thing is it, it, it felt very stoogy and uh, yeah it, it just felt legitimate it felt real cool 
Yeah, so uh, give it uh, give it a look if you can. Oh, yeah, we'll do, man. I, I want to. Exactly. Yeah. So what do you hate? Well, my uh, my worst, uh, I think, would have to be... Uh, oh, man, I see my list. I, I think you said Bewitched. Okay, thank you. Yeah, Bewitched. Now, it's not the worst movie in the world, right? But as far as a, um, you know, a movie based on a television show, do you think it should be based on the television show? It should. Sure. But they didn't. What they're doing in the movie is supposedly filming a remake of the original show, yeah. and she happens to be a real witch auditioning for the part. I'm like, whose idea was that? You know, to basically break the reality of it and have a real witch, and he's not playing... He is an actor playing Darren, but he is not Darren. Yeah. Uh, why, why didn't they just say, you know, have them... Do the little meet and greet. Oh, he bumps into her. He finds out that she's a witch and stuff like because that. Because it's been done before. It's been they done before. Different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know how you said different could be good, but you know, like I said, I actually enjoyed the movie, but I don't think it was uh, a good translation from television show to movie because it had really nothing to do with the television show other than the fact that they were remaking it. Well, folks, we've reached the end, and... Uh, Josh and I wanted to try a whole new game for the end all. We call it ABCs. Now, the way this game works, we're uh, <clears throat> uh, we're going to bounce back and forth uh, with words, and the one that screws up in the alphabet uh, gets to close off the show. And uh, the first subject that we're doing here, we're going to do ABC movies, you know, movie titles, titles yeah. movie titles, and see how far we can go. And uh, the one that screws up first uh, closes off the show. So. I'll start. Okay. Always. Battleship. Cat in the Hat. Down Periscope. Ernest Goes to Camp. Freddy Got Fingered. Ghostbusters. Uh, Hot Shots. Innocent Blood. Jumping Jack Flash. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Logan's Run. My Girl. Uh, New York Minute. Yes, I want Olsen twins. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Out on a limb. Picture perfect. Quigley down under. Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Superman. Down on Louise. Under Siege. Uh, oh, crap. I'm, I'm tapping. Seriously, you're tapping on V? Yeah. Oh, for fuck's sakes. I can understand you tapping on X. V for Vendetta. I don't remember a movie called Vendetta. No, it's called V for Vendetta, you dumb shit. Ah, motherfucker. Well, I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, uh, I love the new game. Yeah, yeah, I, I like it too. It's one that I can actually fucking win for once. <laughs> so. Well, on that note, yes. we'll see you on the next episode. the best podcast in all the world. And if you just wanted random facts and random statements, this is the place to go. I'll tell you what, if there was anybody to give me my news, it would be Nora, California. I hope you keep listening, because I will.